With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 1.04% APR for 36 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. What's up? How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? I am just fine. (laughs) I am just great. Okay. Great is better than fine. Yeah, I'm super Super fabulous. (laughs) Super fabulistic expialidocious. Because we're about to, you know, make a pop shot for these people. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly (laughs) why. Because as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. On this episode of the show, we've got a really fun interview with the rising band Drax Project, who recently nabbed their first pop songs airplay chart hit with the single Woke Up Late featuring Haley Steinfeld. The New Zealand band stopped by the office to talk all about their beginnings, how they were discovered, how Haley got on the track, and much more. It's super fun to get to know these guys, so stick around for that in just a bit. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, we hope you do, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, so since we have a New Zealand band on the show today, we thought we would celebrate the group's homeland by reflecting on some of our favorite Billboard hits from other artists from New Zealand. Ah, see what we did there? It got us thinking. So crafty. Actually, there aren't exactly a ton of musicians that have had big hits from New Zealand. Right. Small country. Small country. It's a small country, so congratulations to Jarex Project for breaking through here in America from your relatively small country. Um, But one band that we did find was that uh, Crowded House is from New Zealand. Who could forget Crowded House? I mean, I feel like I think of them as being British, but yes, they're from New Zealand. It's that that tricky... uh, Well, I... I, I think I think a lot of people sometimes lump in Australians, New Zealanders, and English people all together. 
it's because probably, there's a common thread of the Commonwealth. And I don't know Actually, this for is a fact. New Zealand part of the Commonwealth? I, th- I, I don't know the answer to yeah, that. I, I was going to say I don't know this for a fact, but it just feels like Crowded House like came up with like a UK movement. You know? Oh, maybe maybe it was that way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no, back, we have no factoid about <laughs> no, that. Just, We've just rambled off. Just, is well, it a Commonwealth? Is it, I don't know. Anyway. But what we do know yes. is Crowded House had a big hit with Don't Dream It's Over back in April of 1987. It hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And then the band notched another top 10 hit later that same year with Something So Strong. You have to sing that. Which peaked at number seven. I'm not and gonna, now, uh, yeah, and I'm only going to sing that part. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Neil Finn from Crowded House part of the Fleetwood Mac lineup right now? That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. I wonder you know, if he'll actually do a big be a permanent things. part of Fleetwood Mac. It's possible, we the way things see. are going. We, sh- we shall see. <laughs> Um, so what about uh, OMC? Remember them? Yeah, how of bizarre, course. How, how bizarre you, for- you would bring them up? <laughs> how bizarre? Um, well, the act's lone Billboard charting hit, How Bizarre, hit number one on the Pop Songs chart back in August of 1997. But actually, the song never made it to the Billboard Hot 100 chart because back then, you needed to have a commercially released single available in order to chart, and it didn't. So it never hit the Hot 100. Crazy times back yes. in the late 90s. Yeah, but it was a huge radio hit, so obviously pop songs. How bizarre. Chart. How bizarre. Such a good song. Um, and then there's, surprisingly maybe, Daniel Bedingfield. That one I didn't know. I, By the I, way, I love it, Daniel Bedingfield and his sister Natasha. But as it turns out, Daniel is a New Zealand uh, you know, citizen, but Natasha isn't, according to the internet. Accor- yeah, accor- <laughs> according to the internet, uh, he was he was born there, right? Yes, that's what I saw. And then he moved to England when he was a baby, so probably then Natasha was born. They're only two years apart. Natasha was only born two years after him, so it must have been when he was a like a baby baby. Yeah. Then he came uh, to S- England. Super baby, but I yes. guess still technically you're... It counts. You're... New Zealand claims him. Even though he his he his formative years were in England, yes. So maybe he can claim both countries. Yes, it's kind of like um, the Bee Gees. I think the Bee Gees were born in England, but they moved to Australia when they were very very little. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. And but you know, I, uh, but you know, in, in England, everyone kind of claims Kylie as their own. But she was born in Australia, and she is definitely Australian, and she got her stardom by the Australian soap opera Neighbors, but Neighbors was shown in England. Mm-hmm. And so See, that's, this is why yeah. the cultures are all very, very cross-pollinated. Yeah. Um, but Daniel Bedingfield's number one hit? What oh, was that yes, big deal? I'm sorry. Uh, he or didn't not, ha- not number one, rather. Yeah, I was like, the whole point of this is to talk about chart stats. <laughs> um, well, he actually didn't have a number one hit on the Hot 100, but he did have a top 10 hit, mm. Gotta Get Through This, which hit number 10 on the Hot 100 back in September of 2002. Love that song, and very much remember everyone thinking that it was a woman singing at first because <laughs> of like the kind of sped-up high vocals. <laughs> Such a good song. And, of course, I feel like people are like, why aren't you talking about Lord yet? Because Wait, Lord. It's Lord. You know. um, she's probably the most prominent New Zealand musician in America um, of the last decade, having enormous success with her debut full-length album, Pure Heroine, and its follow-up melodrama, which topped the Billboard 200 and earned a Grammy Award nomination for Album of the Year. Lord is also notched <clears throat> a raspy throat. <clears throat> She's also notched eight hits on the Hot 100 thus, thus far, with three of those hitting the top 40. Uh, actually, four of those, sorry. Greenlight, Yellow Flicker Beat, Team, and of course, the number one hit, Royals. And then another name that came up when we were chatting about this is Kimbra. Indeed. Uh, she, of course, was featured on Gautier's Somebody That I Used to Know. Yeah, which so even if you don't know that name, Kimbra, you, you know, know that song. that she's the woman. You know her voice. On Somebody That I Used to Know. Yes. She's also done all of her own solos yes. as well. 
Um, and that track spent eight weeks at number one on the Hot 100 back wow. in 2012. I did not know it was there for eight weeks. Just eight weeks. And uh, she's the perfect person to bring up, as she's actually quite key to Drax Project's rise to fame. More on that in just a second, because... It's now time for our interview with Tracks Project. Um, the four-piece band stopped by the office recently for a really super fun and interesting chat about their breakthrough hit Woke Up Late featuring Haley Steinfeld and their beginnings in New Zealand. Uh, truly, their origin story is just amazing. Four music students who were quasi-discovered thanks to busking and playing bars and gigging. It sounds like not 2019, but like 1989 or yes, something. It is truly the old-fashioned way of doing it. Uh, they made an AP um, because they knew a friend in college who was working on a project that needed to like make an EP. And so they're like, hey, we'll make music on this EP for your project thingy. Then Universal Music became aware of them because they wanted to do a cover of Kimbra. And Kimbra, I guess, was a Universal Music artist there in Down Under in New Zealand. And then they got signed through that because Universal was kind of like, hey, you guys are great. Yeah. I'm like, this just this is so crazy. Yes. Um, and while all this was happening, they were all still working full-time and part-time jobs, like painting houses. One of them was like a nanny or Hearing something. Hearing themselves on the radio. Hearing themselves on the radio while they were working their mm-hmm. part-time jobs. Um, it's just really a sweet, sweet success story. Yes. Um, we also talk, of course, all about how Woke Up Late came together, uh, their songwriting process, how Haley Steinfeld got on the track, uh, their great, fun music video f- featuring Liza Koshy and its mini Easter eggs, mm-hmm. um, how they're finishing up their forthcoming album, and so much more. Uh, it's it's really, really a super fun chat. Uh, so take a listen to our interview with Drax Project. Welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast, Drax Project. Hey, thanks, thanks for you. having Thank us. You. Um, so just because there are four of you and two of us, Mm. And the people listening are not seeing you because it's a podcast. Can well, you uh, go through and say hello and introduce your, yourself and say your name so we can get familiar with your voices? Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm the drummer. I'm Ben. I play guitar. I'm Sam and I play bass. And I'm Sean and I sing and play the saxophone sometimes. Oh, oh wow. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> Did you bring the sax with you? No. <laughs> unfortunately. Top yeah. pocket sax. Yeah. <laughs> Whip that one out. We're looking for some. In some... fact, we actually have one right <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, America is wow. just starting to get to know you guys uh, through your single, Woke Up Late, featuring Haley Steinfeld. Uh, it's climbing our pop songs airplay chart as we speak. Mm which is very exciting. Mm. Keep climbing. Keep on climbing. <laughs> um, what's it been like to see the song catch on in the U.S.? It's been uh, pretty amazing, yeah. obviously. <laughs> it's quite surreal, really. It's You're so... like, it's been terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, we, you know, like, especially Woke Up Late, it's, the song's been around for a while. We released it in 2017, just without, like, Haley, just through ourselves, and, like, a lot's changed for us since we did that. We got to, tour Europe with Camila Cabello based off of that song we opened for Ed Sheeran and now that we're here in the States you know like yeah. doing like podcasts you're gonna, open, you you're gonna open for Beyonce <laughs> I like the way you go from like Ed Sheeran and Camila to you guys yeah. in a podcast I'm like don't even this is the first podcast we've ever done as well yeah, yeah, what, what? what? Yeah. shut up yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really? great yeah, it's so. awesome so it's cool yeah just getting to getting invited to do stuff in different places, see different places around the country and meet different people through like basically 
one song at the moment (laughs) we've got more coming don't worry but but, you know at the moment basically one song it's um really amazing wow and you're here like around uh coachella weekend right that's why you're in southern california uh how long are you here for are you typically back in new zealand for most of the time we are typically in new zealand we but we are like we live in wellington okay we're basing ourselves in los angeles for a couple of months to finish an album and um that's where everything's yeah. going down all the producers all the yeah, yeah. feels like this is this is the hub of pop music for we the like world to think in that. a way <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for having us don't let those crazy big-headed la you know people think that this is the hub yeah, right. we know it's wellington <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah oh yeah it actually is though see wellington's the hub um, yeah. Shout out Wellington. <laughs> you mentioned that the song um, originally came out in 2017 without Haley. So how did Haley end up on this new version that, mm. that we know and love? Was this just like an A&R guy saying, you know, it would be great in I terms mean, like, of commercial <laughs> viability. Maybe there was that part of it, but Ben mentioned the Camila tour before. And I think there were some mutual friends that we made mm. on the tour. And um, mm. Everybody we, at that level knows everybody. Camila it knows seems Haley. that way. Haley knows yeah probably beyonce yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. probably and um we we got approached by our manager to um while we were in wellington he asked us if we wanted hailing on the track and of course we said yes no (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah and she had heard the track and she wanted to be on it and it was it was as simple as that i think and she sent us the vocals like maybe a week or two after that or maybe even sooner it was Mm. really fast it was quite weird hearing her voice. Like, so we, we obviously had been listening to that song for about a year mm. before Haley was on it, so we knew it back to front. We knew exactly how it sounded, and then having someone else's voice singing the bridge part yeah. instead of Shams was like absolutely crazy. There's a video on our Instagram of like our reactions when we first heard <laughs> it, and um, we're basically just screaming and yelling and jumping around. Like, it was pretty crazy. It was amazing because we were massive fans of Haley's music before. Yeah. This was even a, an opportunity. So, well, and it's cool how it almost changes like your interpretation of the song because obviously yeah. the lyrics mm. are the same, but then all of a sudden you're thinking that you're getting like the female perspective of the same night. And yeah, the, yeah. and we'd always kind of thought that that would be like a really cool uh, way to approach the song, but initially it just kind of for whatever reason it didn't happen. Um, so yeah, it was cool to have that realized. Well, there's no lady with, in the band. Haley, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we wonder. We, we were we were discussing that, thinking like, oh, I wonder if they thought about this second verse or being like, mm. it's like, oh, it'd be great if a woman could sing it, but it's like, well, maybe for whatever reason it didn't work out. And you're like, perfect, yeah. like yeah, the yeah, perfect yeah. girl to yeah. be on the track. It gives yeah, it a whole actually, new life. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if if we believe Wiki. <laughs> we'll start with that. This real. I mean, it, it's not scandalous or anything. I, I did do that once, though. Just oh, I as, do remember that with with the underwear model. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, I've got we, a we lot were, of good grades of believing Wiki. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were interviewing right. One Republic, and on Wiki it says that one of the guys in the band was a former like Calvin Klein underwear model, oh, yeah. and like you can still just see his torso his faceless torso on boxes of Calvin Klein underwear. <laughs> and so I was like, if we believe Wiki, he's like, it is true. Yeah. He's like, I don't think I'm on any boxes still, but that did, that was a thing that happened. Wow. So, so they were like, Wiki truth. Yes. <laughs> wow. This is a lot less. It's like myth-busting. We honestly should make this a segment of the show, the yeah. Wiki uh, myth-busting for sure. Sponsored by Wiki. Yeah. Um, Wiki busting. So if we believe, believe Wiki, uh, two of you, Sean and Matt, um, started off together busking in Wellington. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you 
playing because you're all you were all jazz well three of you were jazz students and one of you was just a music student um so so what what were you what were you playing what were you playing on the street like a stand-up bass and a bucket or like a cowbell we were playing like i was playing saxophone tenor sax and i was playing just like a a kick drum a snare drum and hi-hats hey you had a little splash you had a little splash thing that we made yeah it was a very like small drum kit and I'd probably say we're like a live DJ type thing, just mm. going through all these different songs. Sean's playing the saxophone. He's playing like da 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 da. We get a crowd. We get a crowd. Yeah, there's big crowds of people, and then we're going to like thrift shop. Anything like top forty? Careless whisper. We had a competition. We definitely had a lot of requests. Oh, did you? You took like live requests? <laughs> I mean, like we were busking and we would do anything people yell for at you, people to just, give us some money. Oh, man. Was, I've never uh, just yelled at a musician. I know. Play, <laughs> I was like, like, they should have their creative freedom to play whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's their artist vision. When Sam, when Sam joined, actually, it was only like two months or three months, maybe even less, when me and Matt were just busking, the two of us, Sam started playing bass with us and we had a, a, a car battery hooked up to an inverter so we could play and get the bass amp down on the street too. That seems... Highly dangerous. Very loud. Yeah, it did leak oh, once. Yeah, it leaked leak. to the back of my car. It, bur- and it burned a hole like in the upholstery of his car. And one wow. of my nice t-shirts. Oh. Hole in it. But um, it was very loud, very obnoxious, and I feel like that's what helped us draw a crowd. Yeah. So, so when did Sam and Ben sort of join the collect? Were you? Did you call yourselves Drax Project, or was we it just like ourselves? we're just two guys on the street? Well, it that was, was yeah. it was Drax Project before. I joined mm-hmm. um, because obviously drums oh. and sax. Oh. Drags. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Definitely> yeah. <did> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> this is where wow. you like input that sound. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Mind worry, sound effects will be added later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, and then yeah, as Sean was saying before, I joined like maybe three, four months yeah. after you guys started, and then we played like a bunch of bar gigs and covers shows basically yeah. playing bar managers would walk past us while we we're busking and say hey come and play at our our bar oh, awesome. yeah. okay cool sweet yeah. do that and then um uh, probably what was, was like a year about so. a year about like eight to yeah well you actually joined the band before we played our first show with you like a month or two before yeah yeah so but we were working like together for a couple of months before we actually played our first show together yeah, yeah. but all four, all four of you knew each other well, we didn't actually know Ben. We just had hmm. seen him around oh. Wellington Heaps. I knew Ben. Oh, you knew Ben, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know Ben. I just knew he was that long hair guy. You just discovered something. That, yeah. We just, I just knew Ben was that guy, guy with real long hair who was at every single gig that I went to in the crowd, so... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I actually I actually opened for Drax Project <laughs> randomly. Really? <laughs> yeah, we just got... It was like a, a one-off type band that just got thrown together for a show. Wow. And Drax Project was. Were you headlining? I don't know if you were headlining. No, I think well, you opened of, for us while we were opening for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 this whole time, like, so you started just literally busking, and then people that own bars would walk by, and say, "Yo, come play my bar," and you're like, "Cool, yeah. we're not signed or anything, so yeah, we'll go do that." Or did you already have like an agent? Oh or something? no, we oh, were no. we had fully, fully, Gmail, fully nothing. My personal email <laughs> DIY. Got it. Like we recorded our first EP at Ben's. Um, Ben's Tertiary Institute. Tertiary mm. Institute. And um, we we did four tracks, five tracks? Mm. Four, four tracks. It was for his, your, our friend Hamish. She was doing a, a project, an assignment of recording a, like a body of work. Mm. And we were just like his test subjects. <laughs> we, but now we, we had, were both we had, helping each other out. It was yeah. awesome. And yeah. it, came, it actually came out 
better than I think we yeah. probably expected. We got it mixed and mastered <laughs> and stuff and released it on Bandcamp. Off the back of that, we were able to do some New Zealand festivals. Yeah, we got hit yeah. up by Rhythm and Vines, which is like a big New Zealand. And you were still, you still, did you have a manager at that point? Nah, not no, no. So no manager, no like booking agent, no nah. label. Yeah. And then you put up something on Bandcamp. Yeah. And then from that, so it, yeah, some festival weird. randomly calls you say, yo, yeah, yeah, you want to yeah, play. Yeah. And, and we, we, oh my thing God. called the audience, which was like a, um, oh yeah. In New Zealand, it was just like a, you, everyone puts a, a single up that they want to get funding for a music video mm. for. And it's like mm. a month of voting. People mm. vote for their favorite track and then the winner got, Ten thousand dollars to make. I think it was ten. Yeah. A video. We did that. Oh. And we won. We won that. Wow. So we made like a little video for this track, and then yeah, then we got. That's such a cool idea. <laughs> it's yeah, actually yeah. crazy thinking back because we didn't actually we didn't have our manager at the time, but we knew him because he had actually booked us gigs for events. He was working at a university that we were going to, and he was working the events there. Hmm. So we knew him, and we were working like with him. But he didn't want to be our manager. We just hey, kind of he, asked him, was like, yeah. do you think this is a good or a bad idea? He'd give us advice. <laughs> and then it got to the point where it was like, okay, we need a manager. And he'd been giving us advice and he'd just quit his job. And he was like, okay, I think I'm going to do this with you guys because otherwise somebody else is going to screw it all up. <laughs> and, I, and I've been like giving you advice yeah. for this last And he like, went all in. Bit of he, time. he went yeah. all in on us as well, which is amazing. And he's still your manager now? Yeah. yeah. And Good. what's wow. his name? His name's Mike. Uh, Mike. Mike. Does he have a last name? Mike no, Ross. Crazy. He doesn't have a last name. <laughs> oh, what's it. crazy is he's just Mike. Just, what's crazy is we don't want to talk about yeah. his last name. <laughs> he should change his name to just Mike. Can, you, can he do that? Um, Why not? When, when did, uh, and so when did you actually sign to a label? Because you're on Universal. Yeah. In New Zealand. Uh, in New yeah. Zealand. And here you're on 300 yeah. in yeah. some capacity, which yeah. is very mysterious, that 300. <laughs> um, when did you actually uh, get the label deal? So we, we did another EP after that first one we talked about on Bandcamp. And we had five or six, we had five, five songs tracks, five tracks. and they were all kind of demos. Um, but that Sounds got like that, that got us signed. But the very first that thing they saw, the, the, the reason they came and saw us or came and approached us was because we did a oh, yeah. cover of Goldmine by Kimbra. Uh-huh. We did like an acoustic cover we and filmed, filmed it in, yeah. Ben's, in Ben's bedroom. I like mixed it. I like that you guys are all just remembering yeah, this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've talking about this in ages. I, I actually totally forgot that they happened. <laughs> Me too. I'm just going with like, I'm like going back in my mind. Okay, yeah. then we did this that. This is like four years ago. So <laughs> yeah. so they approached us. We showed them five demos. Which we were working on with were, a guy called Devin Abrams. Mm, who was a producer. Who produced the EP. He produced this EP. They saw us, liked the video. Showed them demos. Oh, you guys are good. And then got signed from there uh, for New Zealand. That's the it was easy as that. Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> that was that was after we we, we were with Mike and and um, and then after that it was like we just we released the EP and we played a bunch of shows around New Zealand and we we played a lot of like fiftieth birthday parties and and um, high school balls. There are a couple of yeah. songs on that EP that made it to New Zealand radio, mm. which was the first time that had really happened for us, which mm. was cool. Yeah. But even leading up to them, we've been doing like two, two and a half years of gigs That's most true. weekends, like around New Zealand, anywhere, like birthday parties, school balls, um, and then maybe our own little kind of 50 to 100 person show, Shows. like our own show. Yeah. Um, and then you know, the people show, pay five bucks. Like so. 200. Yeah, yeah, but, but you, we're still like playing like fifty-fifty covers to originals at mm-hmm. this point. And, and even to today, we're still like 
<laughs> balancing yeah. out the cover we still do like two or three covers in there and we did a lot of opening slots as well That's, i think yeah. that that was like a big part of our development and people starting to see um see us you know yeah. just around and about because they go to these shows and then we'd open and they'd be like oh those guys were actually like good We've opened <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go to i'd go to one of their shows we'd like, open for so many acts and it yeah. was amazing because we got We've got some good slots. like Everything from like Kate Trinata to... You opened um, for Lord at one point. Yeah, did, yeah. Brian McKnight. Yeah. What? Wow. Another one. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was That's epic as well because like, we met Isaiah Sharkey, which is D'Angelo's guitarist. And yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I mean it, it, on the one hand, you're like, okay, Lord, that's a big pop You're like, yeah, but you're also like, you were jazz students and you play instruments so maybe <laughs> like you would really appreciate sort of a Brian McKnight was so, sort of approach yeah, to music. It was so fun. And they were amazing as yeah. well. So awesome. just to clarify and I didn't mean to fall down a rabbit hole of like how did you all come yeah. together and get signed but it's super fascinating <laughs> no, because yeah. you literally did it like the way that most people I think don't think happens anymore. True. Yeah. Like it's the true old fashioned way of like we were quasi discovered on a street, but we literally like made it happen by playing bars Just and then gigging and, and then yeah. gigging and we did it ourselves and we made an EP because we knew a friend in college who was doing a project <laughs> and then <laughs> Universal became aware of us because we wanted to do a cover of Kimbra, right? Yeah, and they're like, exactly who right. is this band that wants to cover Kimbra that we have to sign off on? Oh, they're actually kind of decent. Let's <laughs> sign them. Yeah. And then now you have a hit in America. And like, this is not how these things work anymore. <laughs> That's why it's so incredible. And through all of that, like up until about a year and a, like few months ago we yeah. all had like part-time jobs mm. as well full-time jobs full-time or part-time <laughs> jobs yeah. yeah like working other stuff so you don't you have finally had to anymore. let them go yeah. to come yeah. to america yeah. Yeah. That that was basically how it happened. 2018 we were uh ben and i were uh, painting houses that was our job wow. Um, wow. and woke up late was released um end of 2017 we're still painting and while you're painting, you have to listen to music because there's nothing on the radio because there's nothing else to do. It's a legal requirement. Yeah, that's <laughs> a legal requirement. Um, so we're painting away and then woke up late would come on the radio wow. at least three or four times that's a day. That's so bizarre. And, while like, you're listen like... to our music while we're painting. Like someday. Yeah. Was right. yeah. <laughs> someday. It takes a couple of months for the royalties wow. to come through. So right, like, right. On, on Smoko, like, having lunch and we're sitting in my car. The car's not on. Matt's like, I reckon our song's on the radio. And turn the car on and it's playing on The Edge, which is a station over there. And I was just like, oh, that's crazy. And I changed the radio station and it was on the other one. Wow. At the wow. same time. We're like, what? And then our boss is like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're listening to ourselves on the radio. Yeah, it's on the radio. And then we're just buzzing. We painted like twice as fast for the rest of the day. Double. Wow. So with Woke Up Late and all your songs, what's your songwriting process like since you all play different instruments? Like where does the original idea come from? Do you guys all work together separately? So wherever the idea might come from we all have a part to say pretty much anything like matt's made melodies and ben's made drums and sam's made lyrics and mm. and played guitar and i've made drums i don't know like every everyone can input their ideas most of the anything. time like the very beginning of the process is one person with an idea maybe like a guitar line we have a lot of like guitar lines that ben's really good and sean at cooking up um, and then Sean will kind of, or any of us will hum a melody over it. Mm. Um, and Usually we... like a hook or a verse or a whatever melody comes from like just mumbling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like scatting, I guess. Mm. We've had, like, this is a song we haven't released yet that we basically wrote in our heads, Ben and I. Ben was just playing this, this guitar line um, and I was kind of like beatboxing the beat to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we kind of like, 
arrange the whole song like right there on the spot like oh that'd be cool that'd be cool and then we go into the studio with the producer put it all together finish all the lyrics and stuff but we have like everything's equal with the writing all four of um, you share songwriting credit. Yeah, Do you yeah, share yeah. songwriting credit universally across all the songs? Basically? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. No matter who puts the input. We're oh, all it's, even. It's, it's very Lennon McCartney, McCartney yes. uh, <laughs> Jagger Richards. Um, yeah. No pressure. Yeah. Right. Um, um, are all the inst- when we hear the because I've listened to the EP that's currently out in America, cool. but you've had like I think three other EPs yeah, in yeah. New Zealand. I think it's hard to find. Two. If you're, in America. you're probably hiding like three them. EPs two, two, um, like studio, studio. EPs uh-huh. and one which is like a live uh-huh. covers uh-huh. version. Right. So we we've done like a bunch of versions of other people's songs which we have been playing yeah since right at the beginning and um like we were saying before the songs really aren't the same. We're not they're not straight covers. They're like versions of the tracks. Mm. You when, can find them on YouTube, I think. When we listen so like on the new EP or it's not new it came out last year but on the EP in America are you are, are all these sounds that we hear coming from instruments that you're playing, or is it a lot of electronic oh, assistance? There's definitely electronic, but it's like, stuff. but you're all playing instruments on these songs. If, there's a, uh, if you're hearing a guitar, it's, it's a guitar, yeah. and if you're hearing like a bass guitar, it's like a bass guitar. But, but the drums are all a fake. lot of the drums are <laughs> a lot of the drums are tracked, but we yeah. play it live. Matt's obviously. really good at playing um, keyboard drums. <laughs> it's like heaps, oh. of people, heaps of people like using pads, but Matt loves. I honestly <laughs> just enjoy the sound of electronic drums more than real. Oh, drum that's funny. I don't know we why. Have, you, we have used some live drum sounds. Like yeah. we've played There's a song called stuff. Cold, which was on the second EP, which we hmm. released. And there's like a, some quite a bit of live drums quite, on that. Yeah, quite a lot of live but, drums. But I mean, you know, as in most contexts of modern music, I feel like electronic or sampled um, sounds often translate better to like a, mm. a recorded context. And we went, interestingly enough, we at um, Coachella we went to see the 1975 mm. and I was like wow they played some songs that obviously I've heard the re- recordings of and it sounds so different live but mm. it sounds amazing like mm. equally as amazing in the it's context. like you get two songs for one it's oh, like yeah. two. Actually, they were so good and yeah. it's oh. and it's cool hearing like that sampled style yeah. for the because Matt does play live drums when we play gigs mm-hmm. we all play live so mm. um, I guess maybe some people would feel the same way about us hope maybe hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> nowhere near the how good they are there oh my god oh you, you've got time yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been doing it for a bit too um and for woke up late the uh the video that you released um stars liza koshi yeah, yeah. um how'd she get involved in that well she we was had on a, our dream list yeah she was very high on the dream list of um actresses to to take the role and she she liked the song she which is really was important so i feel stoked. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, this is her first music video that she's ever done, and she was keen to do it. You guys um, were familiar with her, like YouTube. Yeah, and yeah, all that. yeah, sure, yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, I used to babysit kids after school. I was a nanny, and they would always be like, "You could, do you know Liza Koshy?" <laughs> <laughs> what? You're a nanny, and there were painters. Yeah, and I know. I just the day love jobs. all this. So many good uh, leave the painting early to go, and then to nanny after. <laughs> working school. two jobs. Yeah. It's funny, I, I was actually, I worked at a youth centre as well. I had a similar experience, like the kids showing me like Vine videos mm. of her doing crazy stuff. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, she, she, the she was, thing is that she yeah. was really enthusiastic. Like she just loved the song and was like, yeah, I really want to be involved. I'm like, crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, crazy. was actually awesome. crazy. Yeah. And she's been such an amazing, like continue, continuing after, you know, she didn't yeah. just turn up for the shoot and do her job. She's like 
been posting about us like literally every single day yeah. on her social media. You're like, you weren't contracted to do all that. Right. Like, yeah. She's just generally like a really lovely person. She like, like turned up to our show. Out and yeah. We've She's got a group really chat cool. at the moment and we just send terrible selfies of all of us. <laughs> that's all that happens. So we've, <laughs> we've got some photos that we'll never release. <laughs> but, but Hopefully, anyway. yeah, Liza, please don't release I was going to say, she might post them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> too late we now. We can't actually thank her enough. Like, it's been ridiculous the amount of support that she's given us and like obviously um she helped us so much like the view count is like so massive <laughs> like right now it's over five million and like we can't i don't i don't know we definitely wouldn't have got that with just funny, ourselves, we, went, so. we went live um on instagram and so we went live and we had like a couple of thousand people watching which <laughs> yeah. is crazy and then liza joined us and then that just went like times 30 like through the roof <laughs> yeah. like all oh these people wow yeah, yeah. the she's, reach. She's reach um i guess i guess i expected Haley to be in the video, but I'm she, a, might have been busy. she might have been yeah, busy filming yeah, a movie is, or you, something. Oh, if you, she is. If you well, no, well, we were going to ask about that. Right, cool. But the physical human embodiment of Haley <laughs> Steinfeld is not actually in the video. <laughs> yeah. Was she was she just busy doing something else and kind of Our unavailable? Just couldn't match up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. She's busy making those movies and getting Oscar nominations. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. But there is an Easter egg. In there the is video. an Easter egg. If you look yeah. closely, there's I think there's two or three little. Oh, oh two or three. We only saw one. We have to go back and watch it again. So there's there's a poster, <laughs> yeah. in the video, and there's also a shop. That's that's, that's the one we saw. saw. Oh, you saw okay. Cool. Yeah, fine, I, yeah, I paused it and went back. I'm like, what does the fine print say? Yeah. Does it say like coffee and tea or established in whatever year she was born? <laughs> I, was, I was like zap rootering it back and forth <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to find. Oh, anyway, amazing. what's the third one? I think you just maybe. Oh, I think that's it. On the Her, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's it. You just made that that's up. There's actually, that there's actually, there actually is a hidden one that you probably can't see, but there's like a Polaroid that she sent us, yeah. and we put it up on the, on mirror. the mirror. Oh, that's a third one. Oh. I don't know if you can actually see it. Actually see it. So she's there. She's definitely there. And yeah. she's, she's always there. there. She's yeah. always. <laughs> Haley's always there. <laughs> um, um, you have. Oh, sorry. No, your, you go ahead. Your um, we, EP that we talked about is out, but um, we were wondering what pl- your plans are for future music. Like, yeah. is there a debut? You're here. Album you're here working on new music. Exactly. So yeah, there's you're more music on it now? coming. Album is, there's an album is on the way. We're nice. very close to finishing an album. Wow. We're very, very excited. It's like very, definitely very, the best stuff we've we've worked on. Is it? Is it? Are you going to be working with Devin again on this? Yeah. Or he uh, has he he is working with us on some of the tracks, yeah. and we've yeah we've been working with a few different people as well, um, based in LA. So that's been really cool, mm. kind of just different experiences and different things coming yeah. out, which is really cool. The whole mix and matching of like, let's get you in the studio with so and so and see what magic happens. Yeah, yeah. and it's, that and it's totally new, that, and it's that really so amazing. amazing. We had like two weeks at the end of last year where we came over and we we did that. I think we had like. 12 sessions, 12 sessions. 12 oh, sessions. Oh, maybe wow. 11 sessions we got like 14 songs yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, two weeks and so then we went back to New Zealand like we had shows and stuff in New Zealand over summer the New Zealand summer um, and then during that time we worked on some of the tracks with Devin as well back there we so. have a lot of songs that are sitting there that aren't going to be released on this album but hopefully will be will be released like in and later albums yeah. we've Sub- got, yeah. subsequently yeah. we've got a lot of music that we are writing and we just need to like Fine tune. Yeah. A little bit. You, oh, sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. You go. You go. Uh, what uh, you uh, uh, I would uh, like to hear uh, what you were going to say. Yeah. You're, yeah, you, yeah, you go. You go. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Better be amazing. <laughs> oh, I think I've forgotten what I was going to say. No. Oh, no. No, it was, um, okay, so a couple of the songs on the, on the album mm. are actually songs we've been playing for like over a year now, playing uh, them live. 
and people have started to get aggressive with yeah. telling us to release them. So uh, finally, they'll be coming out. and but Some of them, yeah. Yeah. So some of them will be coming That's out. going to be like half relief, half excitement, most excitement. But yeah, well, you've road tested really them, so clearly yeah, people love them. Yeah. So you, you've already worked out the kinks of, you know, like people like them. So. It's just so hard for us to translate the live I guess energy to... of a live gig mm. and make it work and a computer songs, mm. yeah yeah i mean when you listen to the music like it feels like like i can hear i can i can envision it on stage just because i'm like oh like this is like up and fun and mm. live you can feel how it could be live and you can feel how like it, it could translate to real instruments so mm. I'm, I'm sure it's different the other way around when you're trying to sort of translate the live experience to a recorded yeah. experience mm, yeah i i i mean don't mm. think that you're losing anything. It'll be fine, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're freaking me out, bro. Um, um, are you allowed to say any of the people that you've been collaborating with, or do I you know. feel uh, is that, is that you, you can? You have no handlers in this room. Well, it's just say you guys. It, and then if you find out you can't say it, this is. I don't want to say could... anyone specifically and then leave someone out, and they'll be like, "Why right. didn't you say my name?" And I'll be like, "I just uh, was put on the spot, bro. Leave me alone." Uh, yeah. Pharrell. Yeah, <laughs> Jay Z. You just keep saying what's that? Yes, we already mentioned Beyonce. Like Beyonce. Time, so I mean, you could have some like amazing like I don't know like I keep going back to the jazz thing just because I find it fascinating. But I'm like maybe you have some like jazz musicians from LA. On that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, we should. We, we don't at the moment, but that is something that would be really cool in the future to yeah. to mm, do totally. some st- stuff with people who play or are f- from that background. Mm. Definitely. I just think it's like amazing how like music students who probably dreamt about like making music for a living yeah. are, are actually making You're music for a living and yeah. doing yeah. it and like yeah. traveling the world and actually making cash from it <laughs> like you know not painting or like being a nanny ben, like, honestly you know he, ben is getting annoying because he every single day maybe <laughs> even like t- two or three times a day lately he's like boys we're on the clock <laughs> we're on the clock boys and he goes around and gives everyone like handshakes and we're just like yep we are we know ben <laughs> no, we it's are. good though we need the, it's good to have the yeah. reminder like constant reminder <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like constant ever you know present what the, those 1975 uh, it's, it's interesting because you see all these like pop acts and stuff and some of them are bands and some of them aren't but like the 1975 they're there's no way they're not jazz musicians, jazz musicians mm-hmm. or whatever they are. They're mm-hmm. just the the drummers. They, so under, so they understand. They understand. Like, you know, yeah. they've been a band since they were thirteen. Yeah. Well, and they're now like like. 20 is that true? Thirteen. Yeah. No way. Wow. Wow. They're so good. So it's interesting. And like the five seconds of summer guys, like they're great musicians too. Friends of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Awesome. Yeah. Yes. True. And and it's amazing to see these people. I feel like now and more more of a time, like real musicians are like making it in pop more yeah. more mm-hmm. because I feel like pop is more diverse now yeah, yeah. than it was. Mm. It's not so much like, you know, like. <laughs> I mean, that's cool too. That's cool too. And there's obviously there's still that, but like there's so much different types of music now. And I feel like. And, the, like, yeah. and the availability of music in any genre to somebody just through their phone, like instantly. Yeah. Is crazy so yeah. people get this exposure to so many more and it's probably affecting musicians music. as well because these yeah. jazz musicians all around the world be able being able to listen to all this different music and so they're inspired i guess and to make that too you know well, not, yeah not having play like bebop you know the classical training and then hearing pop music and being able to figure out how mm. you can translate one to yeah. the other is mm. like there's so many producers that are like metal drummers 
It's actually mm-hmm. crazy. I thought well, Max Martin is like a an old metal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you said metal. Oh metal. metal. I was like, no, what's a metal? metal. Oh, like, like, yeah. like, 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 uh, uh, he was like uh, in a like, he was like in a hard rock band, like, yeah. like sort of like hair. I did not know that. Oh yeah, you that, did. I, no, I literally. Have you guys talked to Max Martin? <laughs> no, I don't think any. No, no one. Gets no to one's talk ever to met him. He's, he, he's, he's a ghost. He did. I Hello. remember he did an interview like five years back. That was when he won. Um, like the, ASCAP? Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, he won. Yeah, exactly. He won a big prize. And but they, he they do let interviews. him do like a studio, you know, mm. video. And I watched that entire thing. Wow. Because yeah. you never I get to see him. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, sorry. Sidetrack. No, um, that's fine. Feel free to like run if you need to get out of here. <laughs> I remember watching. It was the Grammy Awards, I think, a couple years ago mm. when I think. James Corden hosted it. Okay. Remember he did that thing where he had like the cutout car and he wanted to do carpool karaoke in the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was going through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, we can get so-and-so. And he's like standing like next to someone and like right below him is Max Martin. I'm like, go for Max Martin. <laughs> oh, Ask Max god. Martin. He's written all and the he, music. He didn't even, I'm like, oh my god, what a missed opportunity. You have like they the architect of pop music. asked him ahead of time and he was like, no thanks. Probably it was all <laughs> sad. Yeah, I'm like, dude, what a missed opportunity. But yeah. no, he hasn't been on the podcast. True, yeah. But five like, We've yeah. heard so many like stories about just like how amazing he is. So yeah, he's definitely on the list of people. Who we would love to mm-hmm. work with. Max, you're at, so maybe Max you is on there? this album. Cool. Right. <laughs> um, no, so not, uh, next stop, Sweden. And then uh, <laughs> what's coming up for you guys this summer? Obviously the new music, but are you doing festivals? Are you touring? Yeah. Like just check your website and Twitter socials to find out <laughs> yeah, where you're we're playing. Do, we're, doing, we're actually playing a few shows around the States over nice. the summer. Um, we're also going to the UK in about a month's time. Yeah. Um, we're going to be in the UK for like three weeks. Yeah. 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 We're playing Bonnaroo um, wow. here. And Have you ever been? No. Never. Oh, and we're really be, excited. That's a full-on immersive experience. <laughs> yeah. <Right. really>? yeah. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. And we're playing um, The Great Escape mm. in the UK. The UK. Nice. Which is like a cool. new, and then, yeah. new, new artist festival, which is cool. A lot mm. of new artists. Awesome. Yeah. For wow. more information, check out our website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At Straps Project. Slash dot com. <laughs> slash com yeah. slash com yeah. is that, like, that, feel like a, is that a new domain I don't think that actually exists exe <laughs> underscore trojan trojan about <laughs> trojan virus dot dot exe dot, 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 dot nz no dot nz at drax project everything at drax send us your money now um, well this has been great you guys uh, thank you so much for coming in and doing this um, six can Continue success with the yeah. single, and we look forward to hearing new music. And uh, go see him on the road this summer. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you Thanks very much. Thank, thank, thank you. Dance to four, walk to home, awake to dawn, slip to noon, and now one more. Thank you so much to Drax Project. That was an absolute blast. Um, and it was their very first podcast interview. That's right. Um, who knows if since then, because we spoke with them a few weeks ago, they might have put another podcast out. But we spoke with them first. Yeah, we got them first. We got them first. So um, so thank you so much. And we can't wait to hear more music. Uh, any parting words, Katie? Just want to make sure to say that this uh, this episode was brought to you by the Department of Tourism for New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, we did not get any money from New Zealand. <laughs> um, what songs should we go out on? Oh, man. We mentioned a lot of artists. Hmm. Oh, hmm. man. Hmm. Okay, see here, I don't have a t- song title, but what I would like to go out on is another song from OMC. Anything. Not How Bizarre. Just go out on an OMC song. We'll surprise you right now. Bye. Bye. You planned this since the first time we met. Are you ever coming back?
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.